1: All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for
0: $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
2: Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. The number one shoe machine, machine on the market. We own three of them. And I can tell you personally, even before they came, became sponsors, their customer service is second to none. um You know, every time I've had any issues with any of my machines, going back to the way old ones, they've always taken really good care of me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com. Oh, and mention uh, mention us and they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, You know, we always tell our players that they should be working on their craft. I challenge you to work on your craft. Come over, join a community of like-minded coaches who want to make this game better. It's the reason I started Teach Hoops is to help pay the bills for all these podcasts, but even more importantly, to give back um, to this great game that has given me so much um, and to set up a roadmap for you to be successful not only on the court but off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial, so come over and check, kick the tires around, see if you like it, and uh, let's head off to the podcast.
1: How do you feel the status of the high school game now as we look at it right now?
2: And it, well, I would say in the state of Wisconsin, I, you know,
0: I think it's good. I think I think here's my issue with the high school game is I think there's a lot of movement and a lot of noisy people out there that are trying to make it like the collegiate game and the pro game. And my argument to them, and I'm going to tell them, is stop. <laughs> you know, you don't, if something works, you don't have to fix it. You know, if my toilet's working and it's flushing and I'm not paying too much in water, why would I replace it? I'm not going to. So I just think that there's this huge movement like new, new, flash, new. I think the status of high school basketball is really good right now. I have no problem with people that have the shot clock. I have no problem with people who play quarters or halves or don't have the shot clock. I think that's what makes, first of all, our country great, but I think that's what makes high school basketball is everybody can kind of do something a little bit different. That's okay. It's maybe the teacher and me. We don't all have to do the exact same thing at the exact same time in the exact same box but don't let high school basketball become what education has become where everyone is vanilla and everyone has to do the exact same thing. I think that's a downfall of our society and that's not good for anybody. There's my rants. (laughs) This is obviously Uh, my topic idea. You can tell.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say that it's, it's not as good. Um, and I, I just, in, in regards, I think we have some better players, but I think we don't have as good as teams. Um, overall from top to bottom,
0: well, that's a good, um, idea. that's a good point.
1: Um, that, that, um, and I also think that kids get sick of it. So I don't think it means as much as it did 15, 20 years ago.
0: It's so burnt out. My- they're they're definitely burnt out. They're definitely burnt out. That was another great decision I made with my son is I did not push. I did not push. I did not push. And he still loves the game that I love. Obviously I love it. I've done it for my entire life. Right. He doesn't like, I say, Hey, let's go to the gym. He goes, all right. Yeah, let's go. If I had a pushed him when he was seven, I—I I don't know if he'd be still doing it with me, um, but he still loves it. It's still something he has passion about. Um, and i
1: don't know if it's a status thing in regards to high school i just don't feel like there's a commitment for people to come out and watch people play anymore that's my biggest one of my biggest concerns i don't know if it's like that in the madison area but when i i go to high school games i don't feel like the attendance is where it should be for a lot of these high school games
0: well i think part of the issue is they're building these big facilities too so i'm not sure attendance has gone down that much in the last 20 years um you know, I'm blessed that I play in a, I play in the largest division in Wisconsin, and our gym is probably one of the smaller gyms in that division. So, you know, we can comfortably hold, you know, twelve hundred to thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred, maybe. So right. on a Tuesday when we get a thousand people there, it feels it feels full. Um, but then you go to these new facilities like some Prairie who holds like three thousand and you put a thousand in there it feels empty your facilities yeah,
1: feel i don't know maybe your facility's
0: huge your but your gym's bigger than our gym for for capacity
1: ours is huge uh, our gym is huge right um, and uh but a lot of the gyms in our are even in our conference now are just ginormous and it doesn't it doesn't feel right uh, it doesn't feel as good and it's know, an economic
0: know. issue like we have to we have a field house which has four courts where our freshmen play, they'll fly and, the, and then we have our main gym where, you know, in retro, if you, if money was no option, that's what the new school should do. They should have a spectator gym
1: and a field or, house
0: and, and which, which feels like Cameron indoor at Duke. And yes. then they should have a used facility that has a track has, you know, that in the ideal world, that's what they should do because it would make it, it. First of all, it's a home court advantage. I'm telling you right now, our gym's a home court advantage um, just because it's so small. It's like, you know, nothing else is, everything else feels big at this point. We we are the, sm- us and East are the small ones. Um, do
1: you, my other thing would be, do you feel like, like that we're almost become monotonous? That, like a lot of the same teams are running the same stuff. I feel like I'm watching a lot of everybody do the same stuff. Like it's becoming more and more a lack of creativity.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I've never been in that camp. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, I think, and I think that's what we were talking about before with that trickle down effect, kind of from the pro game in the, in the, in the collegiate game, you know, we said, we said maybe five ball screens the entire game, but everyone seems to be setting ball screens now, you know? Um, so it's, it's fine. (laughs) If you got Kevin Durant coming off your ball screen, it's really good. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I mean, I just think I, you know, I'm just worried what it's going to look like in 20 years. I, I'm hoping it's just me just being an old fart. Um, but, you know, high school athletics was, you know, is literally the pinnacle, in my opinion, of pure athletics in our, in our society. Right. Um, and I'm not sh- mm-hmm. I'm, I, I see it dwindling. I do
1: my biggest concern that I'll move to like clubs, you know, and it'll be, I don't know. It it makes me nervous uh, because it's been such a, it's such such a staple in a community, you know, especially even, even in Madison community, you know, like watching when you guys went to state when I was still in high school, Watching your student session and, and being Madison so big, but that sense of wow—it's just everything at that point. That feel, like I feel like it's losing that pizzazz a little bit right now, and that makes me a little nervous.
0: Yeah, it does. It—the big schools need it more than the small schools in some respects because it builds community at that point. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's—I think it's fu- I mean, I don't think the game—I don't, I don't know that necessarily if the games played any better. I think there's better players for sure.
1: My, my, my other question would be, there's people out there, maybe they can respond in the show notes is like, what's the status of girls basketball in their state? Our numbers are continually dwindling in Wisconsin. I mean, we're a, we're enrollment of almost 1200 kids and we only have two teams of girls, you know? I mean, I thought that was a problem just in the, I, when I was at a smaller school being the head coach. Right. Like, I mean, the numbers were really getting small, but like, it seems like it's dwindling everywhere in every sport. So, um and, you know, and more than ever, it's been such an embrace for the female athletes. I'm, I'm wondering what's going on. Is it specialization? Is it a lack of interest? Or, or maybe they do too much specialization. By the time they get to to high school, they're done with it. You know, or, you know, or they're I don't right. know. I, I, I'd be interested to see what other po- people's point of view and in, in, in the, on the side of girls because I feel like boys boys numbers are still very good, um, with most programs that I've been around and seeing, but girls continue to dwindle.
0: Right, and I think there's other sports pulling them too. Right. It's that book range. My brother just read that too. It's like that book range. It's like, you know, specialization is not the answer when they're young. And nope. And I'm going to tell parents, anybody that's listening to this, you're guessing, to be honest with you, you're probably guessing which sport your kid's going to be best at. Um, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they tend to move toward what you do. Um, right. You know, I can say that from, from Mike's son. He's probably playing volleyball and basketball because I did. And, you know, that's what I know. I don't know, maybe it'd have been a better golfer. Um so in retrospect, yeah, so in retrospect maybe I should have given him more options. Um next next life I'll do that. <laughs> um all right, anything else coach?
1: No. Uh big uh question of the day today full time out is biggest practice pet peeve. What drives you the most in practice that gets you irritated?
0: I can only pick one. One. <laughs> On the biggest scale, it would be anybody that shows up late because being yeah, late is – that
1: was mine too.
0: Being late is probably – but the next one is the next – so if I can't have if, – if you're taking late, then I would take either effort or pouting. Um, sulking?
1: If, I hate sulkers.
0: Sulking or – or at, you know, I you know I, gotta, I love my upcoming point guard. He's a little pit bull, and him and I are going to go at it. I know we're yeah. going to go at it, but he knows I love him. But we're going to go at it. Um, and I can actually take that a little bit better than the pouting, like, cause I know that's going to help me in the game time with a little attitude. That's sometimes
1: Um, just passion. That's passion.
0: It's passion. It's teenage boys, hormones.
1: I'd rather deal with uh, that than something. It's the,
0: I'm not playing enough. I'm not, you know, look at me pout. It's like literally the problem is they don't realize that I have no time for powders.
1: But, right. like, what, are you, what is your, like, for time, like, what drives me nuts is guys getting in the gym. If the practice starts at 10 and they're rolling in at 9.58, uh, I don't know. You're late. That drives me nuts.
0: You're I hate late. that. You're it late. You should be, like, at least, at
1: least 10 to 15 minutes early. You're There's late. There's no excuse.
0: It's Lambo time. Maybe the, we've talked about it. You're late. Yeah. If you're two minutes before, you're late. You're I late.
1: lose a lot of respect for people when they're yep. not at and, and,
0: and you know what? And I and my kids are probably a little different as far as socioeconomic. And I've had some kids, like, Literally, like walking in a snowstorm because the bus isn't there and they can't right.
1: get. you gotta learn. You gotta learn your kids.
0: Totally get that. Totally get that. Um, but on a normal day when the weather's good and blah blah blah, then I blame all the other guys. I blame the teammates. Like, why aren't you? You know, shoot, my son's picking up like he's got like a trail. He's going. That's that's your problem. That ain't my problem. I'm telling you when to be there. Um, so, yeah, that, that that would late is definitely my
2: pet peeve. Thank you. all right hey everybody i hope you enjoyed the podcast if you want to hear other podcasts by coach collins go over and check out high school hoops and teacher side gig and then go over and subscribe to all of them and leave all of them five-star reviews that would be great um and then if you have 30 seconds after that go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better have a great day
0: sports social podcast network
2: okay round
0: two name something that's not boring